Welcome back to Lift Up Your Hearts podcast. This is a podcast for everyone because I think everyone needs to have a prayer life. And this is about trying to help people have a real and deep prayer life. And I'm not an expert at it, but I just want to show that it's possible because if a goofball like myself can do it, and use simple tools that we used when we were little kids like our imagination and some little bit of creativity that we can have prayer lives that are not boring ever ever boring and there's some life to them and today is one of those days where there's some real life because we are we're here it's not technically the end of uh you know advent and i'm you know putting this out in order for us to reflect on christmas because we have the fourth sunday of advent and then boom christmas day and you might even be going to church on the same day for both of those i don't know but this is you know this day is kind of the reason this podcast exists because this is the source of our joy and this is the source of our hope and this is the reason we can lift up our hearts because we have a God who loves us so much that he sent us his only son that we might not have to die in our sins and that's that's my reason for hope that there's some freedom beyond my sinfulness and that freedom comes as a little baby and and he came in as a little baby into a family that had lots of fears I'm sure and and just what that meant and what it means for me is the reason I want to have a prayer life and the reason I want to try to help other people have a prayer life because I think that's life changing. I think it's, I think it's really life changing as much as Christ coming into this world. You know, we need to have a relationship with him. He tells us unless we abide in him and have life in him, we don't have a life. We may be, we may be breathing, but we have no life. You know, we're a walking corpse. And I don't want to be that, and I don't want you to be that either. And I think this podcast is an effort to try to help show that although it might not be easy, having a deep prayer life can be simple. And St. Ignatius is the one that kind of you know brought this about i mean of course it's been around for forever but you know his imaginative contemplation is what really resonated with me and yeah it's the reason we're here today and i'm so glad you're here thank you to all of the support and subscribers and i'm not really much of a shameless you know promoter so i thank you if you found this this page 
this podcast, this YouTube channel. If you found some fruit from it in the last couple months, share it with others. Otherwise, I don't care. That's fine. You don't have to either. Today we're going to be contemplating the uh, the infancy narrative from the Gospel of Luke. It's one of the options. There's a lot of options for today. It's one of the options, and it's also my favorite option. So, it's actually it's actually right after the nativity. You know, it's it's the angels and the shepherds coming to see him. Also, because this has some sentimental value for me, my this was the passage we read as a kid my whole life, and I don't even know if my dad ever remembered where it was. But he would always say, it's the one with the angels and the shepherds. (laughs) The one with the angels and the shepherds. So we're going to contemplate that one today. And it's a beauty. It's a doozy. It's a good one. So please stick around. But first, as we enter into any time of prayer, Ignatius asks us to contemplate how the Lord looks on us with love. And yeah, just today especially contemplating that he became one of us, that he knows we have a God and a Savior who who knows my suffering as intimately as, as possible in the flesh. And he loves me. And he died for me. You know, this... Uh, this infancy, you know, also has a, it's got an end too, but it's a glorious end. So we contemplate today uh, how the Lord looks on us with love. Not just, not just that God looks, not just that God loves me, but, but he looks at me as his beloved son or his beloved daughter. If you're listening out there and you're his beloved daughter. Maybe even hear him say those words to you today. Let me just look at you for a moment, my beloved daughter. Let me just look at you for a moment, my beloved son. Let me just gaze upon you, whom I love so much. I don't know about you, but it changes my day. It changes the whole orientation of my day. And uh, I'm thankful for it. I'm certainly thankful for it. We're going to get right into it, because I'm trying to make this not a long one here. So this is the Gospel according to Luke. And I'm actually reading a little bit extra, because... The passage we read from during Mass on this day is a little brief and it kind of, it begs a little bit of what happened before it. You know, like I say, sometimes it's really helpful to get the picture, to read a little bit before and a little bit after. I'm just going to do that and we're going to contemplate it together. So... 
This is the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And in that region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Again, we're, as we read it the first time, we're trying to get the scene and start to engage our imagination. The author does a good job of it. That's why I love this passage. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with fear, and the angel said to them, Do not be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Oh, man. This is why I love the Gospel of Luke, if you're going to do imaginative prayer, because it's just beautifully written, and Luke is a good storyteller. Because he just helps us engage our imagination. And in the region, there were shepherds out in the field. So I'm just going to kind of read some highlights from this and encourage you to just picture the story and then also picture what's happening. Because sometimes we read it and we're like, yeah, there was an angel and, and it gave them a message. And then... They traveled a little bit, and they went to see the baby, and there was a baby, and they were really excited, and they glorified the Lord, and they went home kind of thankful, I guess, you know. Sometimes in my head, I give people in the Bible a really melancholic (laughs) feel. I don't know why. It's just like, yeah, okay, this happened, that happened, okay, yeah, okay. But man, this is like fireworks in the sky this isn't just yeah an angel came and this is a big deal this is like i don't know have any angels came to you recently no you know i don't think you'd be all melancholic about it either if they did in that region there were shepherds out in the field so we get this picture of they're out in the field uh, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them so an angel appeared Okay, it's not just the angel. Angel appeared before them, and the glory of the Lord appeared around them. 
what's that? Like a light? I don't know. You can use your imagination of what that was, you know, this angel. And then the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The angel appeared, and then the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with fear. I mean, I would be, I, I would think like aliens or something, you know. Aliens are here. I don't know what this is. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring good news of great joy, which will come to all people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. I just encourage you right now, as it, it it's hitting me, to just hear those words said to you and said to me. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. To you born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. To you, because it sometimes feels so separate. Jesus died for all these other people 2,000 years ago even maybe. No, 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 no. To me, to you, to your mom and dad, to your brother, your wife, your husband. And this will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was, oh, and this, this is like even crazier. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. First of all, this should ring alarm bells, you know, glory to God in the highest. This is what we sing at Mass. We sing what the multitudes sang. And we hear this in the book of Revelation as well. They sing, Hosanna, Hosanna. The multitudes are singing God's praises. And we get this image for these shepherds. And it's also just weird, like, I don't know. The angel could have came to anyone. Rich people, middle class, upper middle class. Shepherds? In a field. Shepherds out in the middle of the field. This is probably pretty low work might even been thought of as low and i mean they're they're probably fairly lonely you know and they're out there and all of a sudden this is at night too boom angels boom the presence of the lord boom multitudes singing and praising god and we know all this because they told people they told, just like last week, you know, the Annunciation, the fourth Sunday of Advent, Mary had to tell someone. These shepherds told someone. They said an angel came in that. I mean, can you imagine them telling someone this? I mean, maybe they only told Joseph and Mary. I don't know. It sounds like there were kind of some other people there, too. Okay, multitudes the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. And then when the angel went away, 
they they said to each other, you know, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And when they they went in haste, they went quickly, you know, and found Mary and Joseph and a baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they had made known the things which had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. So I wonder if that's just Mary and Joseph, or were there other people there, or did they tell people later as well, you got to come and see this, this baby, angels, multitudes, presence of the Lord, bam. And then they, so they told them, and then Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart, Makes you wonder. It makes you wonder what she, what Joseph did. Did he say something? I don't know. We don't we don't get anything here. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. And I just you know encourage you to just sit with this whole thing and just imagine yourself there and. Maybe, I don't know, maybe even when you go to Mass on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, this might not be your gospel reading, but just imagine what's what happened there, you know? What's happening at Mass as well, that the angels are glorifying the Lord and, and we're there glorifying the Lord. I don't know, for me, I, I, you know, I kind of feel bad. I take it for granted so often, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're here. I hope the music's good. I hope the homily's good. hope I get something out of this. And, oh, man, the Lord has come to save me. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord, you know. Source some corda, buckaroos, and... It's just, uh, yeah, this this day, you know, is filled with kids and excitement and presence. And I think that's good. I think that's good that that sense of hype and anticipation and excitement and, and then orient it, you know, orient it towards this thankfulness to the Lord that he's saved me from my sin and and just sit and ponder the life of those shepherds, you know? It must have been just crazy. Boom, angels. Multitudes, the presence of the Lord. What did that look like? I kind of imagine it being like a lot of light, I guess. You know, just a, a light in the in the night, you know, in the darkness. And then the multitude singing. Oh, man. Yeah, I just get a sense of this, like, excitement with the shepherds that, wow, this is... And it does feel, you know, the angel says, for to you, this day, a child is born. 
what is that, you know, like, what does that mean for them? Like, what are they, what are they thinking? Are they Jewish? Are they Jewish scholars? Are, do they understand what that means? I don't know. There was just some, ex- there's, I just get a sense of a lot of excitement. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think I just want to, like, encapsulate that and just take that excitement that the kids have and orient that towards the Lord. I think I have that same kind of feeling. I can imagine this. I can imagine even just being woken up in the middle of the night with lights and that'd be scary. I mean, I'd be fearful. And then there's good news. Today for you, a Savior is born. What does that mean? Save me from what? I mean, the people didn't even... Jesus is telling them later, I'm not, I'm saving you from your sins, you know. I don't even know what they thought that meant, you know. What does that mean for you to hear that a Savior that loves you was born for you, for your sins, for your salvation? to save you from your particular self. It just feels, I just feel loved. I just feel cared for. And yeah, like he, he really loves me because he's going to save me from my sins, not just this generic save me from sin. Great, you know. He's going to save me from me from my turning away from him. And uh, I feel really understood and feel really loved and cared for to really embody that message that the shepherds received. Today, with, with my knowledge of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, that it's for me and he loves me and he loves you too so of course i didn't keep it short like usual but if you have some time when you're traveling i hope you get a chance to listen to the whole thing if you've if you've stuck here the whole time give it a thumbs up or share it with someone else or just comment hey i made it to the end of this supposedly short podcast um i'm praying for you i really do I love you. I hope you can have an intimate relationship with the Lord. He loves you so much. Merry Christmas. And I'll be back uh, next week. And yeah, he loves you so much. He loves you so much. Uh, See you next week. God bless.